Good morning, this is Jesse Flores, and you're listening to another episode of the Local Procast. And today I want to talk about the difference between upsells, downsells, and cross-sells. These are really, really important things that you can use to grow your cart values, whether it's an e-commerce store or not. Um, having a framework for upsells, downsells, and cross-sells can dramatically increase cart values and average sales, um, as well as profitability. So when we get back, we'll dive into the difference between upsells, downsells, and cross-sells, and then how can and how you can use those different ideas in order to be able to grow your cart values. So when we get back, we'll dive in. Local businesses are the heart of their communities. Often they're the first people ask for sponsorships and are the first ones willing to give on top of frantically trying to grow their businesses. The problem is that they're facing increasing pressure from bigger, better funded, more tech-savvy companies. So how does a less than tech-savvy business push back in order to attract, retain, and engage more of their dream customers while growing profits? That's the question that this podcast will give you the answer to. My name is Jesse Flores, and welcome to The Local Procast. So upsells, downsells, and cross-sells, these can get a little bit confusing to people as they're trying to figure out what the difference is and how to use them to their advantage. So what I want to do is, is really kind of talk about what these are and then share a story from this past Christmas, Christmas 2021, um, where I think this kind of played out really, really well in person, and then we'll translate that into what that might look like online. So um, so upsells, downsells, and cross-sells. So these are basically ways to take a base product and then extend the customer's cart value in order to, well, frankly, grow sales and get them to, to buy more units than maybe they came in initially looking for or at a higher price point. Now, in order to do this well, you need to have a clear understanding of the customer's journey and what they're trying to accomplish so that you know what offers to make when. For small businesses, this is as straightforward as maybe knowing what frequently items are what items are frequently purchased together or which ones you'd like to be purchased together, as long as it's congruent with where a customer would like to go. So if a customer is trying to, you know, go to New York in January and you're trying to sell them uh, you know, flip-flops, which are more appropriate in Florida at that time of year, there's probably not a good way that to to make that sell, that sale uh, so that um, you know, someone actually buys that thing, right? So um, so let's dive into what the, what the three things are, and then we'll kind of go from there. So let's start with an, or, with an upsell. Upsells are used to ascend a customer up the value ladder. So someone comes in and they're looking for something, an upsell is when you either sell them more units of the same thing, or you sell a premium version of the same thing. And I'll tell a story of that in a minute. Um, so sell you more units of the same thing. So this can be done all at once or over time. So a good example of this would be if you're to go and buy some, um, you know, dial soap, uh, on Amazon, there's probably going to have a subscribe and save option. And the idea will be that if you subscribe and you get this dial sent to you every 30 days or whatever it is, you know, you can save 10% or 20% or whatever that number is, right? In that case, that's an upsell where they are selling you more units of the same thing in that case over time. Now, you might also see an instance, and in, in, uh, you see this a lot in supplement companies, for instance, where someone might say, okay, I want to sell you this protein powder. You can get one one thing of protein powder for $39, or you can get three units for you know $79, right? Or you can get five units for $125, and I'm making these numbers up. The idea there is that they're trying to upsell you into buying more of the thing. Now, it might be at a lower price per unit, but ultimately, they're, they're, ultimately, it's still higher than 
what you were going to come in. You came in looking to spend, you know, $39 on a, some protein powder and you're going to leave spending $125 and getting five units of protein powder. Or you come in to get your one bottle of dial soap from Amazon and you're like, oh, I should really should just subscribe so I don't have to think about this. And instead they've actually sold you an ongoing subscription of this forever. Okay. Now in the example of selling a premium version of the same thing, so that kind of upsell is one where somebody comes in and they're looking to buy a unit of something and you've got a better unit that maybe um, they could they could buy instead, which has you know some additional bells and whistles. And we'll dive into some details and exa examples in a minute. A downsell is used to descend a customer on the value ladder. So usually this might happen when an upsell is rejected or a base offer is rejected. Um, so for example, maybe somebody doesn't want the three units, uh, uh, additional three units of protein powder. So maybe you only offer them one more unit, or maybe somebody doesn't want to subscribe and save, um, you know, every month. So maybe you downsell them to once every three months, right? So the idea of a downsell is you say, okay, well, I, you know, I tried to take, help you go from, uh, uh, from B to C. What if we bring you back from B to A? And again, the idea there is that you are, are trying to really be mindful of where that customer is. And you're still trying to, to get them to order a little bit more, but in this case, you're descending them backwards a little bit on the value ladder in order to, um, to try and get them to, to, to buy a little bit more. Um, or if they've rejected the base offer, it's to give them another opportunity to maybe buy something else instead of the base offer so that they are able to still get some of their needs satisfied. Cross sales are used to cross promote items that a customer might need or use. So for example, you know, winter hats with winter gloves, uh, you know, Amazon does this really well on their website with the people also bought feature, where if you look down, it's like people like you also bought this thing, that thing, and the other thing. Or in some cases, they've even got the cross-sell bundles where it's like, if you buy this and this and this, you know, it's going to be, you know, $90 or whatever the thing is. And so Amazon, if you just go to your Amazon, I'm sure everybody's seen this. If you see the people like you also bought section, or you see the bundles that they put together, those are typically cross-sells. You might see upsells, like if you're buying something, for instance, like some pens or some markers, I've done this for my daughter before, um, they might say, okay, you know, instead of buying this five pack of pens, you know, why don't you buy 15 different pens, right? And and then that's an upsell because it's the same, uh, the same thing and they're trying to get you to buy more of it. Now, there's also a thing called an order bump, which is neither an upsell, downsell, or cross-sell. An order bump is kind of like um, you know, gum at the checkout line in the supermarket. It's just like a little thing to throw up there that maybe you wouldn't have thought about and maybe as a way to, to just kind of bump the order just a little bit. Um, you know, example of something like this might be that if you go to, um, uh, actually, so on Amazon again, right, if you go and you want to buy a book on Kindle, they might say, get the Audible for, you know, just a little bit more. And it's the same item, uh, and it's just a little, a little bump to get you to maybe add that to the cart. You get the same item, but maybe in a different format. Now that could theoretically also be a, a cross sell potentially, but the idea of an order bump is that you've got this other product that at the point of checkout is just like a, a little thing that maybe somebody might want to add to the cart, uh, as they're, as they're going to check out. So let me tell a, a good, a quick story about this, which I think, um, might help to make some of this a little bit more concrete because it happened uh, over this past Christmas when I was with my dad. We went shopping for um, one of those, 
you know, fancy coffee maker espresso things. And we went to Sur La Table to go and, and look at these. And so we get there and we're in the back and we're, uh, and we're kind of looking around and trying to figure out, you know, there's all these different machines and they're super fancy and what's the difference. And so the sales rep comes over and she, you know, starts talking to me and my dad and asks, you know, what are we looking for? And, um, you know, what do we, what do we, what do we need? And, uh, and so as we're, as we're sharing with her kind of what we, what we want, what my dad's looking for, um, this was for him. She points to this thing called the Jura S8. And this is a, a pretty fancy coffee maker. It's got uh, an espresso kind of steamer thing on the side. And it's got a you know bunch of pre-configured, um, pre-configured drinks. And uh, it's, it's this really cool piece of technology. And so we start talking. So she starts showing us the, the different options. She shows us this one and, and we're kind of looking at that and it's like, oh, that's kind of interesting. And so um, I asked my dad, I was like, do you even drink that much? Do you, do you guys even drink that many milk-based drinks or espresso-based drinks? Do you even need that? And my dad's like, oh, not really. We don't really, we don't really drink that all that often. Um, and so the woman sort of without skipping a beat takes us to the next level down. So the downside, she says, oh, well, if you don't need the espresso thing, well, why don't you look at the Jura E6? The E6 has most of the features of the S8, except it doesn't have the espresso maker and, you know, it's a couple hundred bucks less. And so she starts kind of showing us this as the downsell, right? So in her mind, we've, we've rejected the base option, which is the S8, um, which has all these, you know, bells and whistles and espresso maker and whatnot. And so she's now uh, pointing us down to the next item lower so that, you know, we still might leave with with us, with the coffee maker. Well, of course, around this time, my, my mom comes into the store and uh, so she enters the conversation and she mentions that she would love to be able to make more espresso based drinks. And so now we're back up to the Jura S8. And so we're sitting there and now we're back to the Jura S8 and the woman is going through her sales presentation again. Um, but now with my mom there. And um, one of the things that I noticed is that this particular S8 um, has an attachment to it that is uh, you know, where all the milk comes or the milk is stored when you're going to use the espresso side of this and the steamer side of this, or however that works. I don't remember all the details. Um, and she says, oh yeah, this is a really great, uh, this is a really great, uh, accessory that will, you know, you put your milk in here and it'll keep it refrigerated at whatever 30 degree temperature it needs to be refrigerated at. And, you know, it doesn't, and it's got the self-cleaning thing and it's this great attachment. It's only a couple hundred bucks. And so this attachment uh, goes with the uh, Jura S8, which we're now looking at again because my mom said she wanted uh, an espresso drink maker. And so this uh, a milk container, refrigerated milk container, is now a cross-sell in this transaction. And so we started with the Jura S8. Dad and I, you know, downsell down to the E6. Mom comes back. We get back to the S8. And now we're talking about adding on this cross-sell. And so it's looking like, okay, we're going to get the S8 with this um, Jura milk cross-sell attachment. Well, I'm, I'm trying to show my mom how the S8 works and, and it's and I'm getting a little bit irritated because the S8 actually doesn't have a touchscreen. It's got a, a nice LED screen, but it looks like a touchscreen, but it's not a touchscreen. So I kept touching the screen and it wasn't doing what I needed it to do. And so um, and so the, the woman sort of see, the saleswoman sees this and she's like, well, you know, if you like a touchscreen, you should check out the Jura E8 um, because, uh, that's the one that's got the, um, that's got a touch screen and it also has a bunch of other additional settings for different kinds of drinks. You can make 14 more types of drinks or some number, I forget what it is. And so 
Now we're looking at the upsell product. By the way, it's also like a, a nicer looking machine. It's stainless steel instead of black, you know, this kind of black mat. Uh, and so it's a prettier machine. It's got a touch screen. And so now we're on the upsell with the cross sell. Right now we're looking at the Jura uh, S8 or EA, whichever one is the one that had all the, the fancy bells and whistles. And we're, we've got the cross sell. And so we come in and we start off with a card value of X. In the course of that conversation, um, dad and I together, we start looking down to X minus some number. Mom comes back and now we're looking back at X plus some other number for the cross sell. And then we start to move to X plus some other number for the cross sell plus another number now for the upsell. And so all of a sudden in the course of this, you know, 20 minute conversation, we've gone to a base, pro a base recommendation. We've gone down to the downsell. We've come back up to the base. We've talked about a cross sell. Now we're at the upsell. And so all of this is happening in real time through a conversation, but the woman who was, uh, who was our sales rep. I don't know if she was using all these terms internally, or maybe their training was just that good, or maybe she was just a really good listener and asking good questions. I don't exactly know the mechanics, but that transaction of coming in and starting at a, a specific place, in this case, looking at one type of, uh, of product, and then finding ourselves going up and down and left and right based on the, the needs was really, really valuable. Now, here's something that's interesting is when I went to Sir Latab's website to go and find these products again to figure out, you know, which ones were which, um, their online experience isn't nearly as good at, um, at recommending the upsell or the cross-sell. For instance, if I go look at the Jura E8-based product or whatever that one was, um, they don't show the, the refrigerated milk as a, uh, the, refrigerated, the refrigerated milk container as a really plausible cross-sell. And I'll tell you, after talking to that woman, I wouldn't get that without the refrigerated milk container because it's just way too convenient and makes cleaning easier and makes it so much easier to be able to manage multiple types of drinks, et cetera. And so from a user experience, as you're translating this online, you really want to be thinking about what are, you know, what is that conversation you're having with a customer that would allow them to take start, you know, at, at a point X and then move up or down based on different decisions or information or stories you might tell to get them to be more invested in accomplishing whatever their their journey is. Uh, and in fact, um, one of the reasons that we even got into the upsell category was not only because of the touchscreen thing, it was also, it was a better looking, um, a better looking machine that looked better in their kitchen, which my mom was all about. Plus they were going to be using it for some entertaining value. And so my mom wanted the more attractive thing. So it looked better when they had company. And so as the woman's listening to us, like there's all these different things that she's hearing my mom or my dad, or, you know, really, I, I was only asking questions and, and, and studying her process, frankly, um, uh, that she was using to kind of land on where they ultimately ended up needing to be, um, which ended up being the upsell plus the cross sell. And so uh, you know, I thought it was a really successful transaction from her perspective. You know, I think my parents left feeling like there was some value in what they received as well. Um, and I get to now tell a story to you about how this whole process works. So that's how upsells, downsells, and cross-sells work. And as you're thinking through your own experience online, you want to make sure that you're doing the best you can in order to, uh, uh, to tee up these different experiences and products so that people are able to not only get what they need or, or, or get a solution that makes sense for them, but also are able to 
get the next thing that's going to help make that experience that much better. So hopefully you found this helpful. If you did, please take a second to like and subscribe. If you know someone else who would find it helpful, please share it with them. Uh, and we will talk to you later. Thanks. Bye.